Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have destroyed the portal, learned about the clerics, and have someone to rescue. Juniper's explosives worked perfectly. Quinny escaped the guards and organized a meetup at the mysterious thrift shop. And Butthole identified a cleric and got her on side. But can they find and save Fernald the Fierce? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. You are sneaking through the streets of Akab on your way to the barracks. Uh, you've heard that there are a number of disappearances and that Fernald the Fierce, uh, the fiercest cleric this side of Akab, literally, uh, there, are, there are very few left, um, has gone to try and... Uh, See if he can and put a stop to it, or at least uh, solve the mystery of what's going on there. Uh, however, Kazos, uh, uh, um, your contact at the thrift shop. Oh my God, I did it again. <laughs> yes, yeah, the thrift shore. Um, at the thrift shop. Just that's yeah. what it is. Okay. It's the, the thrift shop. Shop. <laughs> that's where we can just put it all together. There we are. I like it. All right. So um, anyway, Kazos uh, had told you that. Um, of the remaining clerics in town who might be able to help you against, you know, a pair of liches. Um, that uh, you're after both Fernald and Balderson, son of Maldarian. Balderson, son of Balderson, son of Balderson. The cheese cleric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about this stinks. Uh, <laughs> From the god of aged cheddar. <laughs> I am Balderson, son of Balderson. <laughs> Oh my god. Shatter. They sliced him up. You gotta see it in there. It's it's a charcuterie. It's a charcuterie, Jesus. Um, I am a sacrifice to myself. <laughs> I'm gonna make you lactose intolerant. He says it's, it's, the only thing no one can have too much of is me. <laughs> This is definitely the 11th episode we've recorded this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to show. Yeah, the the real, like, the challenge for the rest of the session is, will my throat or my ability to pronounce names give out first? (laughs) You, the audience, decide. (laughs) Uh, So, Baldarian, son of Maldarian, um, as well as Stannis Wittis um, are the the folks that you are after. So, Baldarian, um, Kazos is going to make contact with. Stannis Wittis is uh, set to fight... Uh, brutalatrix in the in the arena and fernal the fierce is investigating the situation at the barracks so you're on your way to the barracks um to to see what's what um it is early morning the day of the uh the murder parade um so it is it is bustling uh the alarm is still sounding but there's other shit happening and now that the the alarm sound like did we decide we didn't. Um, it it's is... not that guy who was a trench coat of worms. That awful Ooh! sound he was making. Yeah, no, what? No. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, it is in a similar vein, though. Um, <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's just the opening theme song from White Lotus. That's not what I thought the opposite would sound like. <laughs> just playing constantly. Look, well, the first one was. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a musicality to it. <laughs> big, big eleventh episode energy. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, no, it's, they have, um, basically there are a series of, um, big coiled war horns throughout, okay. um, the, the, uh, sort of at various points along the wall. Um, and so we've been making a bunch of jokes about it, but it is literally people like blowing into these, these horns, but it just means that there's kind of a constant, um, low thrumming, loud bass sound, almost like a, a fog horn at a lower decibel. No, it's a didgeridoo for me. Why are you arguing about, about yeah. what it sounds like in his world? That's, that's what it this sounds like the, to me now. Yeah. Was just, this is no. the lowest stakes argument with God we've had Look, ever. A, we're, t- we're creating a magical storytelling tapestry together, so it's totally fine. You can interpret it however you want. B, you're wrong. I'm right. C, <laughs> Uh, man, you thought that werewolf thing was bad. You just wait. You fight me on horns. You're fucking done. I hear a different sound. Roll a d6. <laughs> Worth it. I hear a different sound. Cool. My sound sounds like Juniper getting cut out of the show. Oh, no. But don't worry, Moss is still here. So yeah. it's just Yay. Juniper is going to come back. Yeah, the character whose arc we've been following goes away, but we get the Gary Busey <laughs> nutty, nougat core. Um, 
<laughs> so she's yes, still, still a person. <laughs> I, yeah, no. Uh, so okay, so we hear either didgeridoos or the opening theme song of White Lotus, or we hear um, big bass shots. Regardless, it's something that at this point is faded into the background. It's just one of those sounds that isn't so high pitched and aggravating that you can't do anything but concentrate on it. Because the key to remember here too is that um, Aka is used to doing doing harm. So it, it's almost. Um, Less like air raid siren and more like scramble alarm. Like this really is just like a, hey, everyone, we're going to war tune. Um, unfortunately, having been at war now for a long time, it's it's sort of faded into the background. Um, the destruction of the portal gate is a big fucking problem. And there's a lot of attention being drawn to yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's different than last night when they were like, somebody fought a guy in a bar. This is like someone blew up our link to our allies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that <laughs> literally just happened. Like, that happened like mm -hmm. an hour ago. So yeah. it's um, – there's an investigation going on there. There's just – this murder parade must happen, as you've you've ascertained from the people you've talked to. Um, it's fine to be an all-powerful lich lord. Uh, you can control the undead, but the living still need some convincing. So it's clearly a very high priority for a cop that they're even still doing this fucking thing. Um, but with the portal down, it seems more important than ever to, like, get people on on side. Things must continue as planned for now because if things get out of hand, it's going to be bad for all involved. But uh, there's a tone to the town now that there wasn't previously that is a bit more – everyone's on edge. And um, you can see that there's – the faction splitting is starting to happen much more visibly now. You can see – not that people are running around th <clears throat> throwing the sign of the free bird openly, but – the Dark Spikes and the traditional Aka troops are more and more disparate, particularly because, as you've established, the Aka soldiers, knowing the portal is gone, aren't – like, that sets the clock back by quite a bit, and they don't need to pretend to be as excited about this merger that's happening. Whereas the Dark Spikes are extra desperate now because they need the horde that are here to think they're cool until they go, which is, like – uh, time well and if this go if they goes if if everything goes bad they threw in with the side where they're like yeah we're team new guys they're like mm. new guys might not make it and they're like they're gonna fucking make it. <laughs> yeah yeah and there's enough there's enough here too that it's like well i, I you know i want to be on team there's like you know a bunch of cool dudes here i want to when they leave take me with you because at this point yeah they've they there's no going back so um again uh tensions rising uh, as always, I will need a, a roll to get you through town. Uh, you were able to um, take catch your breath briefly in the thrift shop. I did it. I did it. One inspiration to me. <gasps> Yay! Oh, now I just need to pass my next will save. And oh, no! Um, so uh, <laughs> you, if you want to swap the ring back around, you can do that. Uh, I'm curious how you're trying to get to the barracks, given that it's kind of like cross town. Uh. As Quinny, you know, Quinny will say, like, I don't need the ring. I'm good without it. I do want to keep track of who has it. It was a gift from not Pete. It is precious to me. Just want to make sure who's got it. I'm assuming whichever one of you is about to turn invisible. Okay, I I would say, Moss, you've got a costume like a trooper. We know it fits you, so yeah. you do that. Quinny, you're super sneaky. I'll take the invisible ring because I don't have any cover. Reginald will try to, you know... Reginald his way through this scenario, but if any of us get caught and have to talk to people, everyone thinks he's like a major important figure, whereas half of them seem to think I'm a heretic who needs to be murdered. Right. So I'll go invisible. That's wise. All right. So that's okay. our, that's the plan. Okay. So Moss. I think, oh, I was going to say, Reginald, uh, instead of just walking around trying to look important, he actually wants to stomp around looking furious, just carrying his flaming hammer. So he's got purpose, but it's just like, you do not want to fucking stop mm. this guy is his idea. Honestly, good cover in this this particular moment in, in a car. So, okay. Um, from Moss, I'm going to want either deception or performance. You can pick. Okay. Quinny. Uh, I don't need a fucking stealth check. It's fine. Yes, sir. Just do the thing. Um, and um, Ryan, for Reginald, I think this is maybe intimidation. Great. Uh, and for Butthole, um, I'll take stealth at advantage. For Moss, deception is 25. Fuck yeah. Nice. Say, butthole normally is at disadvantage with his armor, but knowing this is just walking around, do we still have advantage or do you want to call it a neutral? Um, yeah, let's call it a neutral. Call it a neutral? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for... Reginald, nat 20. Oh, shit. 
for butthole, nat one. Ooh. It's always sad when a character says, I'm going to want this back because it was a gift from someone I care about. Oh, but. No, I don't think he'd burn that here. Yeah, no, he's just wearing the ring. Yeah. I have inspiration, but I don't think Butthole would use it here. He wouldn't think of that. Um, okay, well. I guess I'll just fuck myself then. Here's the consequence. <laughs> um, no. Butthole, you, um, you, you slip the, the ring on um, and uh, you, you begin to, to walk invisibly um, until you realize that you are very, very visible, um, that the, the ring has had no effect. Oh, well, fuck me. Uh, he looks around. There's no quitting. <laughs> quitting. <laughs> Make that sound again. Quitting. <laughs> quitting. It's like a stage whisper in the street, just hoping Quinny hears him. Uh, I mean, I think I'd like to think I'd be keeping an eye on everyone. Sure. Yeah, I would buy that. Uh, like, you're so good at stealth that realistically, like, You've got time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I probably would clock butthole standing still in the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether I can hear him or not, just repeatedly saying something. Yes, I would buy that. Okay. For a dollar. I rolled a 19 for stealth if it matters. It doesn't wow. appear to Did anymore. Did you roll a one? I rolled a four. Oh, man. All right. It, it is possible. <laughs> yeah. Dreams can come true for Tom. Um, I think they just did. <laughs> My fucking ring is Fair busted. Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you do? You hear me before you see me. I'm just like, what are you doing? The, the ring doesn't work. What do you mean? Of course it works. Just turn invisible. And he like holds up a hand, puts the ring on it, thinks really hard with his eyes closed, opens his eyes again. Huh? Give me the ring. Give me the ring. Gives Quinny the, the ring. ring. <laughs> uh, is this anything different about it? Uh, it looks dull. I didn't. I didn't know how this thing worked, but we might have used it up. I didn't know its magic was finite. It might that might not even be the case, but I'm gonna hang on to it for now. It's still it's still from not Pete. Maybe maybe it'll get better later. I don't know. Okay. What do we do? And then Reginald comes around the corner, he's like, Silence, prisoner. <laughs> he just grabs butthole, like slaps cuffs on him, and just starts marching him down the street as his new cover for getting butthole through town. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this.
Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows. You can get ad-free feeds. You can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows. You can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. Are you still wearing your, like, peasant disguise or are you just like i don't think reginald can reginald's got to flip to the gold yeah. coat. butthole yes so that he's, butthole, yeah, he's okay he's i was mainly wondering if it's arm. like the chewbacca gambit where you're like i caught chewbacca specifically lord vader or if it's like i caught this random wookie he's gonna go with random wookie in this <laughs> yeah, circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and reginald will put on his helmet so that his face is hidden from anybody who sees him marching around okay. so they just see you know, horde and a ka appropriate armor, a flaming hammer, and marching someone while seeming very mad at them. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get, like, um, he, Reginald, you get some, like, nods of approval from people. There's a lot of, like, keep up the good work. It's like when bus drivers mm. slow down to, like, honk at each other to be like, oh, we're having a rough time because everyone <laughs> on this bus sucks. But, like, <laughs> you and I, we got this. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's uh, some of that in some, like, again, general almost relief um, because anyone caught for this is like one last person who will probably just be roasted from their bed and blamed for, you know, the terrorist attack that blew up the portal bridge. Minor details. Um, okay, <laughs> great. So you make your way across town um, and you arrive uh, back at the barracks. So as I said, the barracks is um, – like, it, if you've played any video game that's, like, set in hell, uh, they, they, I mostly think of the Dante's Inferno video game. But, like, say, is this a meat hell or more of a conventional this hell? This is a bone, like, a bone <laughs> hell. Okay. Uh, so this is, like, uh, like God of War architecture from, like, the old old God of War games um, where it's just, like, heavily spiked, like, again, very, very overdone, um, a building trying to look metal as hell but, like, trying too hard. Because, of course, metal isn't about trying. It's about being metal. And this is not being metal. This is talking about metal. Uh, so it's, um, yeah, it's it's similar to the hospital. Um, it's a large building. Uh, this one is actually larger, much larger than the hospital because th when they had magic, they could just heal everyone. Um, this is really where a lot of the soldiers of Fakal live. There were other barracks, but they've been shuttered. Um, they're kind of off in the distance. Um this one you can think of kind of like a um, like a mid-sized um, apartment or condo unit. So it's like probably about five stories tall, and it's a big square um, with a gap in the middle, um, and then spikes, just spikes all the way down. Um, and uh, yeah, as as you approach, uh, there are a couple guards out front. Um, you're now starting to see guards posted at every building to ensure that what happened doesn't happen everywhere. One of the guards, uh, a, um, a a drow man in, um, uh, in very much in like dark spike armor, um, uh, sees you approach and uh, just says, uh, Reginald sees you approach specifically, and says. Uh, well met, child of a car. What prisoner do you bring here? Uh, shit, Quinny's still not with the group. So Reginald is now in charge. Uh, in his head, he's just like, that little turd was supposed to stay with us to do the talking. <laughs> and he's just like, we're here to see Fernal the Fierce. He has more information about this prisoner I found. Um, and uh, the guard's eyes flash and he says, Wait, one of the traitors is here? And he starts yelling orders to, like, turn the place upside down. He said, there's a cleric in our midst. Find them. Yep, let's find them. 
I'm here to help. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's here to help find them. That's true. Yeah. Um, they uh, they turn back and immediately it's like you know the the halberds drop, um, and uh, the scarred steps forward, um, and draws his sword and kind of like puts it under your chin and he says. You come seeking one of the exiled clerics. Why? Do you want to stand up against our amazingly cool Dark Lord? No, because I'm Reginald Tingler. And he takes off his helmet and he's like, I'm not here to fuck around. I'm here to take charge. Hmm. Uh, I think intimidation's probably Hmm. in order here. It's my boy. (laughs) That is an... 11, but fuck no, he's Reginald Tingler and has inspirations. <laughs> and right now, he's got a halberd to the neck. He, it's inspiring for him. <laughs> he's holding prisoner butthole. Does that mean prisoner butthole can make contact with, I don't know, a little guidance? That is a good call. <laughs> butthole will do How that. many of you are playing butthole? I gotta know. I know we've got multiple characters going That here. is a 12, because his second roll was a nat 1, and the guidance roll was a 1. Ooh. Well, <laughs> 12, we're out of magic rings to break, so that's probably for the best. Um, um, okay, so with the 12, uh, the guard says, So you are trying to fight the Dark Lord. This will not stand. We need to place in the horde. The horde is awesome. So you know what I say. And it's like time slows and he's like, Go horde. And he's going to try and jam the blade uh, into your throat. Um, butthole, you are holding on. You're being held by Reginald. You see the glint of the blade as as time slows, and this guy goes to jam jam the sword in. Reginald's taken his action and failed. What do you do? Great, uh, butthole will uh, summon a fucking spiritual hammer to just hit this motherfucker in the face and blast him back. That's that's and that's just the bonus action. So we'll see what he has to do if that doesn't what work. What was casting guidance? Was oh, casting guidance action? was an action. Okay, so the bonus action is is still kosher. Yeah, because realistically, there's not much else you can fucking do. Uh, let's see. It will appear. It will take a swing. I will confirm what fucking... There we go. Okay. And I will wait to see how much my jaw hurts from being hit by a hammer. Hmm. That is... <sighs> he is... Oh, no, I can't use that. An inspiration... Doesn't feel like it should be able to affect a spell roll, so I'm going to stand by this one. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 will hit on the guard. righty. Uh, just barely. One might even say meeting barely. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, the hammer will appear. Uh, it's a traditional hammer because he can't throw his fists because they are cuffed behind him in the cuffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it will be doing <laughs> 17 force damage. Damn, that is not nothing, eh? No, no. <laughs> and that's cast at level two. These fuckers can hit hard. All right, so 17 damage. Okay, um, I think uh, it's an appropriate time to roll initiative. Um, Moss and Quinny, I think you probably arrive you know, as this little kerfuffle mm-hmm. is, is occurring. So you can go ahead and roll as well. The challenge to all of you is you're out in the open. Um, this is happening close to the doors of the barracks. So if you can end it quickly, you might have a shot at not drawing everyone to you. If you cannot, it's going to get real hearty up around here. Reginald has a 16. Butthole has a 13 for initiative. 21 for Quinny. Mm, five. Okay, so the guard uh, comes in at a ooh a nat twenty. I'm gonna waste of a fucking roll. Um, so he's at uh, he's at the top of the round, and then the other two guards are in at seven. Okay, great. So top of the round, um, the uh, the guard gets slammed in the face by the uh, the the hammer. Um, it staggers him back, so he doesn't like coup de gras Reginald um, but immediately he uh, drops into a fighting stance uh, and under his breath he's just like fuck it's a Chewbacca gambit um, and he's gonna swing his sword at um, at uh, good old Reginald here um, Reginald what's your armor uh, Reginald's armor class is 19 19 alright let's do it so two attacks with his short sword one misses 
uh, one will hit, and that is um, 11 points of damage, um, of piercing damage, and then an additional six points of poison damage. Mm. So that's 17 total, right? Yes, correct. Um, and uh, the the guards kind of closing around him again. There were just three at the front of the building. Um, the rest are kind of around. Also, given that there's a prisoner, it currently looks from the outside like the prisoner managed to get a weapon loose. So there's still like people are just leaving it be. Also, everyone here is a soldier, so they don't all rush to help each other. It's like no, whatever. You you've got this. So currently, it doesn't look like what it is. That may change. Uh, we'll determine that uh, turn to turn. Um, Reginald, you're up next. Or, I'm sorry, Quinny. Quinny's up next. At 21. Right. I'm currently hiding, but I'm assuming I'm able to see all of this and, and act on it? Yes. If you want. You can also just, like, let them die if you want. That's fine, too. Yeah, let's make this the Quinny show. Um, <laughs> uh, Quinny would like to, uh, jump from the building he was hiding. He was hiding on... Uh, and just come down on one of these guys, Assassin's Creed style. Fuck yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Okay, perfect. Um, cool, go for it. Uh, am I... Yes, you have advantage. I was going to say, because are they all engaged? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll take the natural 20 then on the second roll. Thank you very much, Papa. <laughs> Papa RN Jesus. Papa uh, DM. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, I guess. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, you you can have it. It's it's happy, happy birthday. Um, I don't know when this is gonna air. Uh, <laughs> Probably close to your birthday. Yeah. All right, fantastic. So, so I roll my damage dice twice. Correct. And look cool doing it. Good God, how many dice? <laughs> A few. <laughs> to quote Eric Bana in the Star Trek movie. All of them. <laughs> what a pull. Okay. All right. I yell that almost daily. <laughs> All of them. Six, 12, 18, 20, 27, 33. Rolling again. Whoa. <laughs> I will remember you, guard number two. Will you remember me? They should call them dark spines, because when you pull them out, they're really just a dark <laughs> color. <laughs> Six, 12, 18, 21, for a total of 54 damage? Look, I think, you know, Why not? <laughs> some days you wake up as a murder country guard and you're just like today's gonna be a good day it doesn't matter if you woke up feeling that today because it was a bad day for guard number two that's that's life in murder country yeah yep yeah, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> it's a big country um you uh yeah you you just fucking destroy this guy how does uh how does this look like what's the what's it look like um this uh this guard was going to help his buddy he was gonna uh raise uh, a sword he drew it out and, and raised it up to bring it down into the fight um and uh just a shadow over his head gets bigger and bigger and bigger until quinny just comes into contact with his skull the sword pointing down uh and and quinny is here um <laughs> riding his shoulders yeah that's right as as per usual just riding the corpse down yeah. to the floor um riding quinny <laughs> hallelujah uh, quinny um has a couple of abilities here because of the kill um one being just just a little a little something um dark one's blessing i get 10 temp hp when i kill someone with my packed weapon uh which i need because i took a little bit of a beating uh luring a, a horde of guards away from yeah the yeah, yeah totally fair um and uh because of thirsting blade i get to attack twice so that was one attack i would like to direct my next attack at the more injured Okay, uh, so the the sort of lead drone. Yeah, it's like I take yep. one on the outside, and now I'm working into the middle yep. of this this other guy. Yep, fair enough. To hit, Chaining it's going to be. Attacks. It's going to be. Uh, 
19 to hit. Yeah, 19 will hit. Hmm. Okay. And sneak attack only works uh, once per turn. I'm just going to quickly roll to see if poison on breach of contract stays. On a 1 to 3, it stops, so I can't do poison damage anymore. <laughs> you really needed it. I'll take anything I can get. I do not have a lot of HP. <laughs> I need hmm. to burn people down before they touch me. Uh, that is 17 damage. 17 damage to the already injured yes. guard? All right. Yes, please. How does he go? Uh, it's uh, uh, his his dead buddy slumping uh, into him, kind of throws him off, and it's just uh, Quinny transferring, riding down one body onto the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So the body kind of slumps against um, against Butthole um, and and Reginald and kind of like slides down. Um, there's still the one guard with with the halberd uh, look, looking at the three of you now, um, eyes wide, bringing us to Reginald as the guard starts to like draw back for a big swing. Great. And Reginald just yells, you dare challenge a horde master? Uh, and he's just going to fucking lay this dude the ever-loving fuck out. So he's just coming <laughs> swinging in with his flaming hammer, realizing now this is as much about performing for the crowd of anyone who can see this yeah. as well as the people inside. It's not like he can back up his gambit of, I'm Reginald, I'm here to yeah. take charge. <laughs> So he's got two swings. Uh, one is a 25. The other is a 12. So I'm going to guess one hits. You are correct. Doesn't. The 25 does not. The 12 will. <laughs> wow, this is a real 12. This is a topsy-turvy day. <laughs> okay, it will be doing... Uh, oh, he, he's using a great weapon with two hands, so he gets to reroll because he's a specialist in those. <laughs> there we go. Much better. That is uh, 11 regular damage for bludgeoning from the hammer, plus, yeah, another 11 fire damage for a total of 22 damage Oof. from right. the successful hammer strike. All right. He's still up, but he's looking very rough. Um, <laughs> just, like, slam into him, and he's like, I guess. Um <laughs> Uh, butthole, Jesus Christ, this guy, his initiative is so low. <laughs> All right, so this guy, this guy is facing another hammer just coming in out of the space, just a golden hammer taking a swing. That is a 25 to hit. Yep. Which will take it over to, I just confirmed the damage from my brain. Okay. That is 11 force damage. 11 force damage. Um, he is... Uh, he gets cracked with a hammer and like just spits out a mouthful of blood. He is miraculously still up, but Ooh. barely hanging on to life. Uh, very, very barely. Two, two HP barely, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then I am just confirming for my brain. Oh. Hmm. I think he's just going to fucking take like just lean forwards just headbutt the shit out of this guy just yep. like this is body as weapon because he's still cuffed and no one took them off but if he can do this and they take this guy down they can all pretend it was just a prisoner thing yeah and let it go so he's coming in with a a regular unarmed attack that is a oh that is a third I just let me uh, fuck me, fuck me. Nineteen. Yep. Okay, and that will do. It's D four plus strength, if I'm correct, for unarmed yep. attacks. If your strength is anything, you win. Great. <laughs> that is that is seven damage from the headbutt. <laughs> KO. Uh, you Zinedine Zidane him into the ground. Um, yep, and he 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 crumples, dropping his halberd. Great. He crumples, hits the floor. Reginald grabs Butthole by the collar and is like, that's enough out of you, and like fake socket him in the gut. Then he looks to Quinny and says, good job, bodyguard Schmengus. And then he just raises his <laughs> hammer and crushes the skull of the halberd guy into the floor. <laughs> and then he turns to the front door and says, who's in charge? I'm done fucking around. <laughs> An Emily comes out and he uh, like adjusts his little cap and he's like, "Oh, that, that, that'd be me, sir." 
Excellent. I'm Reginald Tingler. I've been sent to take over the Dark Spikes. I am here looking for a cleric. You are going to help me, or I will kill everyone in this building until I get the help I need. This is the single greatest thing that has ever happened to him. His <laughs> eyes go wide. He's like trying not to smile. Uh, he is trembling in fear and is just so thrilled. Like an actual horde member showed up and gives a shit. And he's like, oh, all right, sir. Yeah, let's let's fucking find you a, a cleric. Let's do it. Let's do it. And he turns around. And he's like, you, are you a cleric? Oh, no, you're, you're Steve. I know you're not a cleric. Uh, okay, let's find him. What does he look like? I don't have that information, but we're going to figure this out. This is Schmengus, my bodyguard. What's up, Schmengus? Hi, yep, that's me. Uh, look, line everybody up inside the barracks by the bunks. All right. Hey, listen up, idiots. It's me, Julian South Beach. Your, your, your favorite Emily. And I need everybody to line the fuck up because the horde is here and they want to look for some clerics. And if any of you is a cleric, a secret cleric, that's going to be real bad because I, I asked you all to write your class down on my fucking clipboard. And if you didn't, he'll fucking kill you. They do. People start lining up. Like, again, people are fucking jazzed that a horde member is here. It's great. Good, good. Everybody here. Everyone's here. Lord Reginald, I'll leave it to you to investigate and interrogate here. I'm going to check the rest of the barracks. Excellent. Yes, make sure that the cleric isn't hiding. Go search. Wait, hang on. Sorry, because uh, I don't going to get questions about this. Who is your other awesome horde companion in the dope murder chair? Did you join us, Moss? Or did you yeah. stay outside? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just really low initiative. Just really, yeah, the lowest of mm. low initiatives. This is so ready with her hammer. Didn't get a chance. This is uh, slaughter horse. <laughs> and like a, a, a wave <laughs> passes through the room, he'll just be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah." When I'm tired, I ride her into battle. All right, slaughter horse. <laughs> See if you can spot the cleric. I know I can. Uh, <laughs> Schmangus, search in case the cleric's hiding. Yes, sir. Quinny <laughs> about faces and is basically trying to see if this uh, uh, uh is hiding. Mm. Murder dog, go help. Or is Goblin Jr. who might be better at finding a cleric yeah. than Quinny to go assist. Yeah. Goblin Jr. Uh, just like comes in, like looks each of these motherfuckers in the eye. And just like, stiff nerve. <laughs> he can't. He can't sound badass. He just has one nope. sound. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then uh, he's also just been too domesticated to play the wolf card properly anymore. Like it would normally be scary if just a random wolf was there, but you know he he trots off. Uh, he is in combat armor. He's, so he's wearing yeah. armor. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, he trots off after yeah. <laughs> after Quinny. That's fine. The way happy dogs do. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, tail yeah. Little, <laughs> arms and legs barely touching the ground. You know? Tongue out. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He does love hunting for clerics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Quinny, um, basically, as as I understand it, uh, Reginald and uh, Moss are going to try and distract. The assembled troops will you search the building. I've basically tried to get everyone in this building in one room under false pretenses so I can better search. Yeah. Okay. So it's a big fucking building. Okay. So uh, you, you've got everyone in this ward or this like floor is, is uh, you know, lined up. Um, but there are other spaces that you, you can you can explore. So you head off on your own, um, Reginald and Slaughter Horse. Um, you are, are kind of uh, trying to keep all the, the assorted idiots in line. Um, what are the what are the two of you gonna do? You, you, you said you're trying to spot a cleric. What does that look like for you, Moss? <laughs> I, mm, mm, uh, uh, oh God, Moss is so thrown by like the slaughter horse thing. It's like who is who is slaughter horse? Um, <laughs> yeah, for Changeling, getting handed a new persona isn't exactly as easy. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's cool. Well, and it's also like she's not gonna change her appearance in any way to be slaughter horse. So it's just. Moss as Moss pretending to be Slaughter Horse. <laughs> this is new. Which is Moss so has never had to act. Yeah. This yeah. is really funny. Yeah. Is, it had to occur to me. Uh, it's very unsettling. Um, I'm the horse that slaughters. 
And yep. again, just like a, a, a murmur <laughs> through the crowd of like, oh, that's so badass. Yeah. At Reginald, it's like Moss is nailing this. Okay. <laughs> Moss knows a lot of magic. Moss is going to be able to find this cleric. No problem. And he's providing no assistance. He's just standing, like watching very approvingly. So uh, Moss is just going to. By approving, I mean very judgingly. He looks like a fucking asshole. Uh, all right, everyone in a line. And Moss just wants to like basically go up and down the line and just like. Is <laughs> just try to look badass. <laughs> I and, saw like, your if, jaw there. If, yeah. if anyone's like shaking or if anyone seems nervous, like what take them aside and give them like the free bird sign. <laughs> <laughs> Check to see if anyone looks fierce. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. My, my favorite part of this too is that they're all already in a line and then you order them into a line and they're like, uh, and they all like move around a little bit. Like they just like shuffle <laughs> yeah. in spot trying to get into a better line. So I'm going to question if their line isn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can you roll me a perception, please? Sure. Oh, nat 20. Hello. Hell I think yeah. that's my first nat 20 of this whole session. God, yeah. We've been playing for the last 12 years, it feels like, uh, on this session. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, you definitely find a few trembling uh, a few trembling people. None of them look particularly cleric-y, but there's mm. definitely some... Some people who have, like, clearly not put as much effort into the Dark Spike outfit. And then another person who's put way too much effort into the Dark Spike outfit, all of whom are a little nervous. I want the too much effort person. All right. So you you pull them aside, um, and uh, they're like, um, Sir Horse, uh, who slaughters, it's good to see you. This is great. This is awesome. Uh. Moss is just going to, like, with one finger, kind of, like, beckon him down to her level. Yeah, he leans down. And just whispered in the ear, like, do you know Kazos? Um, and he looks at you confused and says, is, is, that a, is that a cool horde thing that I should know? Because no. if, if it's a cool horde thing, then, yeah, I love Kazos, or I hate Kazos, depending on your, your views on Kazos. No, 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 like, good. Okay, yay, Kazos, then, uh... Friend of Kazos. Uh, you're uh, okay. Can, uh, get back in line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, gets, he gets back in line, feeling like he failed a test, but yeah. not knowing how. Um, and he's just muttering to his friends, like, "If she asks you're a friend of Kazos, be a friend of Kazos. <laughs> Live for me. Be awesome for me." Um, all right. Uh, do you do anything about the other two? Oh yeah. All right. Just the same. Literally the same thing. <laughs> Um, no, no one is, uh, no one has heard of Kazos. Hmm. Uh, do you flash them the sign of the free bird? <sighs> it is pretty risky. It is risky. And I feel like, I mean, they would have known Kazos. Uh, would they? I don't know. Do you want to roll, um, <laughs> you want to roll insight? Yeah. Uh, 22. 22. Um, so it occurs to you that the free bird movement is large enough that it's entirely possible not to know Kazos, particularly okay. if the clerics are run out of town. Right. Question, though, would Fernald know Kazos? Fernald would absolutely know Kazos. Okay. But you're on it, the right track in that respect. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I just want to clarify that there is a good chance. Because, like, it's not the, the – like, Gary – even the people who follow Gary and are, like, into Gary's movement still call him Gary the traitor. Like, this was enough yeah. of a – and, like, the execution was very public. And it's just the kind of thing where, like, even the people who like it, it's not you – know, it's not like a Star Wars rebellion where there's, like, Mon Mothma and just we all meet up and we're like, all right, what are we doing about the Empire? It's just, like, a it, – it's a much less organized movement. So it's entirely possible that there are people who are completely unaware of, of other people. Fine. Go back to the first person. <laughs> oh, God. It's not Just over for beckon, this guy. Yeah. close again. And everyone else, like, it's like a high school. I was like, ooh. <laughs> They're all assuming he's going to get murdered. And he steps forward and says, uh, yeah. How fierce are you? I, I'm a fierce warrior. Uh, in battle, I will prove my mettle. How fierce, wink, are you? <laughs> I I have mastered uh, the, the the blade and shield, and I will be the 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 the, the fiercest of 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 battle warriors, and will heal no one. 
back in line. <laughs> and he, he shuffles back in line. And, and the same thing to the next one, just like. <laughs> While Juniper is doing this, Reginald is watching the line because what he knows is having dealt with the like a bunch of betrayers and traitors, like the Horde is its own treacherous nightmare. You send a lieutenant to do something active and you just watch the lineup to see who is reacting to what when their focus isn't you. He would like to be watching and sensing for magic because as a blood hunter, that's like within his ability. So could he do an arcana check to see if anybody is reflexively just drawing on magic? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's nice. do that. All righty. This is what Moss intended. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 24. Wow. 24? Sure. So there is a um, a very like incredibly forgettable looking uh, mm. human man just like dressed in in dark spike armor, it's competent. Um, uh, seems to be at sort of firm attention, uh, and rather than drawing on magic, you can feel them trying to push it away, just actively push magic mm. away from them. Mm. Okay, he is going to uh, just let Juniper do this until there's like a pause. He's not going to interrupt the process because he doesn't want to make a big thing. But when Eventually, Juniper is just burning through this line of people yeah. with the exact same questions and not getting a reaction. He's going to be like, all right, Slaughter Horse, continue with the questioning. I'm going to require an assistant to help me go check in with my bodyguard who is searching the building. What's Schmengis. There we go. And then, <laughs> and then he's just like, you. And he points to the magical dude. Yep. And we'll walk him out of the room. He's like, uh, all right. And uh, as you do, can you roll me a perception, please? Yes. That is a seven. Seven. I'll let you roll with advantage because you were staring at the whole line for a while. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you notice there are a number of gaps in the line. Uh, a number of people did not report to the line. Um, and with that, you usher definitely not Fernald the Fierce uh, out of the room as Slaughter Horse continues to like scare and impress uh, a, a bunch of folks. <laughs> Um, wheeling up and down. Also, I think canonically, Moss's appearance is incredibly unsettling yes. to anyone who sees it. Yes, so. yes it really that's is. That's why everyone assumed you were Horde. I think if it was Juniper yeah. in the chair, it'd be like, no, that's just a person. This but, is like, the Moss face is that like... Moss flashes for unsettling visage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you fit in with like a man who is a bunch of tentacles in a flesh suit. Like It's just like, yes, of course, of course, nightmares yeah. are here. Um, all right, so uh, you bring uh, Fernald the Fierce um, out, um, Reginald into, um, I guess we'll probably see like the, the, the second floor, which is where, uh, Quinny, Quinny went with Goblin Jr. Um, Quinny, can you roll me an investigation? Mm, not great. Uh, total of 11. 11. Um, the, uh, there are certainly people on this floor that didn't hear all the yelling downstairs that are kind of going about their business. Uh, but you do notice a lot of empty cots. Um, and that could either be because of the war or who knows. Um, but there's definitely a, a tension in the air. Um, people are like still putting up like metal as hell posters of the horde that they've drawn and stuff. And like there's still that going on, particularly because it's parade day. Everyone is like polishing their black spiky armor. But um, there is a tension to the room. You don't know what it is because you rolled an 11. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I just continue my search. Cool. Yeah. Um, and what specifically are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for, um, like, uh, uh, like hidey holes, like, like, uh, uh, like <laughs> I'm checking like closets. I'm checking like washroom stalls. I'm checking for like someone who doesn't want to go downstairs. Mm. If, you know, someone's sweeping through being like, all right, everybody line up, you know, Reginald's here, uh, for someone who just doesn't want to get caught up in that. I'm looking for someone hiding. Okay. Yeah. Um, great. So roll me uh, an additional investigation, please. Same number, 11. 11. Um, you're checking closets and you're seeing a lot of Akai outfits just hanging up. Uh, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot to find here. Um, you also notice there's a distinct lack of hidey spaces throughout this. Like you would hate living here because mm. due to the, the military nature of, of the barracks, they want to make sure that everything is kind of uh, out in the open. At which point, Reginald and uh, Fernald, or maybe not, arrive. <laughs> yep. Uh, Reginald will reach over and just pull down Butthole's hood. 
uh, and just gesture Quinny over and say, all right, uh, Fernald, nice to meet you. Reginald, this is uh, Prince Bobbert, as you know him. This is Butthole. That's actually Quinny, not Schmangus. I made that name up. Quinny, sorry about the name. It's not really my best work, and I wasn't trying to mock you. Uh, <laughs> here's the deal. We got sent here by Kazos. We heard there was a problem. We don't want to get murdered. Also, we're collecting the clerics uh, to go hide somewhere because we're planning on uh, fucking shit up. We're the ones who destroyed the portal. So either you're Fernald or, I'm sorry, we're going to have to murder you. This was a bad call on my part. Wow, that's uh, that's quite a... That's quite a thing. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Fernald. Um, wait, you're Prince Bobbert? You're back? Yeah, yeah. We're here to kind of retake a car. None of us care for this necromancy thing, and we'd like to go back to being like a, an ordered uh, good society that can, like, save the world from injustice. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's, that, that's great. Um, and, I mean, the sooner we can do that, if, if you're looking to, like, save a car, uh, the better, because it, like, looks around conspiratorially, and he's like, because, like, they've been taking people in the night. Uh, I'm pretty sure Grayson Typhus is using them for fuel. God damn it. I hate this fucking guy. Yes, we're going to stop that. Fuel for what? How much do you know about phylacteries? Oh, God. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey there, we're dm to gm I'm your DM from Dungeons & Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from The End of Time and Other Bothers, Sean Howard. What we like to do around here is answer the questions that you have about tabletop RPGs and get you started feeling comfortable playing games around your table. We want to share our real experiences, what we've learned, what's been helpful, so that other people can get going. And because and a lot of these hurdles are just in their head. So find us every other week wherever you listen to podcasts or visit dm to gmcom dm to gm get your game started.